that's what it was. Call me by your name, (laughs) Timothy Chalamet. That was me and my Tamagotchi. Uh, (laughs) I get it now because, like, I am sweating. I'm fucking sweating. That man, Army Hammer, a little bit, but the South of France, honey. Army Hammer is everyone's dessert, okay? Everyone. I see. Okay, so that's enough. So now we've disagreed. I'm a, I'm a Chalamet gal. Oh. Chalamet has my number. Listen, he's delightful and beautiful. He's art. He is a sculpture mm-hmm. that should mm-hmm. be chiseled in stone forever for future generations to enjoy. Fact. Yeah. However, Fact. my uterus <laughs> and my estrogen disagree. <laughs> he's a work of art I want on my wall. And you want Army Hammer to pin you on the wall. I, I got it. <laughs> Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Back in the church. What's up? I know what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> do you I know remember what that? that? Was. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, I fucked it up, so I'm going to do it again. Oh, what's up? (laughs) It doesn't even sound right when I do it. I mean, it sounds right when nobody does it. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Oh, God. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. This is episode three, and today we are going to be talking about... Fads and fad culture. Amateur Intellectuals is a podcast where myself, my name is Kendall Smith, and my co-host, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey. Uh, we're thinkers. We're drinkers. We like to have a good time. We chit-chat. We banter. And we learn and uh, laugh along the way. So, we're glad you're here. Caitlin has an update on our numbers and our launch. Caitlin, go ahead. Um, this is a direct shout out to the people who have been listening to us, the early adopters, if you will. Um, they have started following us on Facebook. They have started listening to our podcast. We launched one week ago today. And uh, in that time, we've gotten 100 listens, which sounds like, okay, for a giant corporation or something, that's not a lot. That means everything to us. So we wanted to say thank you so much to all the people who have given us a chance and just like brought us into their lives. Um, thank you. Thank you. It makes all the difference. And we're looking at this and our jaws are on the floor. These numbers, we just think, I can't believe it. So thank you everyone for your support. We have about 75 followers on our Facebook page. Um, We also have Twitter and Instagram, just saying. And we have uh, almost 100 listens. That's insane. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And that's it. That's my update. That's the weather with Caitlin. Hey, we got new segments every week, so be sure to come back, like, subscribe, and follow. Uh, We are on Facebook, like she said. Amateur Intellectuals is where you can find us on every platform. Um, Let's go ahead and dig into what we're going to be talking about today. The drink of this episode, fittingly. This is a bit of a time capsule piece here. It's going to be the White Claw. Ooh, that was a nice, snappy, mm. crisp open. Good job. Well timed. Yes. Thank you very much. I've been sitting on that for over an hour. Ugh, and just looking at it, not mm. open. I hate these two. Every drink we do, I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. But 
The purpose of drinking is not the taste. Mm-mm. We do it for the listeners. No. Hey, <laughs> we do it for the listener. I mean, don't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I've been doing this. <laughs> That's right. It's not about us or our, you know, alcoholism. It's, it's about. It's not a dependency. It's for the listener. It's actually very much a kindness. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> Happy to help. Um, okay, Caitlin. To jump into our question, uh, to kick off this episode, were you a Napster girl or a LimeWire girl? Ah, I was a Napster girl all No shit. Long. Yeah, I don't even know what LiveWire, I mean, that was when I Lime. asked my, Lime, see, that's where I yeah. am, LiveWire, LimeWire, wow. whatever. I was a Napster girl, the little cat, Napster. little cat. Logo. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was like neon green and blue. I know all about it. I was a, yeah. I was a user. What about you? I, okay, traumatized by LimeWire because at the time I was going to a uh, small Christian school in East Texas and I didn't know A, what explicit meant, B, <gasps> that people cussed in music, C, that my dad would find it if I downloaded it. Stop. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I like. I almost got fucking pummeled. Not really. I think that he quickly understood that I had no idea what the fuck was going on. But I downloaded Gwen Stefani's Holler Back Girl. Yes! <laughs> I think it was that one. Because I ain't no choice. Holler Back Girl. I ain't no... Ho- ooh. Okay, so apparently she says, ooh, kiss my shit. Kiss my shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Kiss my shit. Yeah, it's like in a in like a marching rhythm, like oh, no, no, right. kiss my shit. Like something like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <gasps> yeah. Well, anytime I'd heard it, it didn't say that. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well yeah. I mean you weren't listening for it. You weren't looking. You weren't digging. Well, no, it was like on the radio or like oh, it was like it was censored or whatever. Yes, like of I didn't course. even have any idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. So You're my like, dad calls me to the e office. In the next to the name. Like yeah, what is it that? means ex- they misspelled exciting. This is exciting music. I hope you know that um, now because it's that little E and explicit uh, disclaimer is on our podcast. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all over it. I'm sure you're well versed <laughs> now. But. I'm obsessed with this because right off the bat. So Napster, I was familiar with Napster because it was on a movie that I liked. Uh, the Italian Job. Mm. They make a. They make a quip about Napster, and then I knew a little bit about it, but I was a LimeWire girl, um, which my father's PC did not appreciate. <laughs> the Windows uh, 1, or whatever it was. <laughs> it, it was reduced to a half, and may she rest in peace. Oh, um, so, just to kind of peel back a little bit of the onion here, I did a quick search on what the fuck is a fad anyway, mm-hmm. Um So we'll kind of get into some soft science here in the beginning. Um, And then I'm hoping as we go on and talk about things that we remember and ask our listeners for things that they remember and have a little bit of a conversation about it, then we can get into some of the the more statistical facts and the soco... What did we say in that first episode? Psychosocial. (laughs) Psychosocial things. Let's do it. Another thing, if you have not already listened to Puberty, episode one is Puberty and episode two is Introvert and Extrovert and Others. If you haven't done that yet, please go ahead and give those a listen. Um, Just to give you a little bit of context, 
uh, what the show is, uh, those run much the same as these. So uh, we'll be doing this every Sunday at nine o'clock. Um, but let's just jump in now. Okay. So from historynet.com, pop culture top 10 fads.htm. Everybody's making lists these days, and what better list to make than an all time favorite fads in the history of pop culture? What exactly is a fad? Merriam Webster defines it with an origin in 1867. People were fucking writing then. As <laughs> in practice, how do you have a fad without the internet? You don't. You don't have a fucking fad. Yeah. Whatever. A practice or interest followed for a time with exaggerated zeal. That sounds like it was written in the 1800s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the operative phase here is, quote, for a time, although fads have been known to resurface as in, oh, that's what we'll get into. There have been fads that become trends, then styles or movements, and finally cultural icons. Much to the dismay of some parents, the video game fad never left and has become an iconic nearly in Iconic in nearly every culture. Technology-based social networking appears to be a transcending fad status. Wow. Yes, it does. Um, but it's still too early to tell for sure. No, it's not. It's here. Wait, quick um, question. Sorry. Quick question. Uh-huh. You, you very well may get into this, but if you don't, my question would be, how long does a fad has to, have to last while, to be considered a fad? Because you just said video games are a fad that never left. Well, at what point does it change from a fad to just like, this is the way of life now. This is mainstream life. Culture. Yeah. yeah. Good it's just question. culture, right? Because a fad has mm-hmm. to, the whole implication of a fad means that it comes and it goes. Right. Come on. The sharpness, honey. I yes, that's exactly right. Um we're going to get into that. We're going to get okay, into that good. in a, a bit. Um, <gasps> good, good, good. We're going to That's learn fantastic. Stuff. I'm going to I'm going to give you the teaser, which is actually just the answer. And I do this every week. I'm like, here's the tease answer. <laughs> um, so what we're going to be talking about there is fads ki- are, are, are quick and then they're over. Mm-hmm. And they're often uh, mischar- uh, trends are mischaracterized as fads. So... The longer it lasts, it becomes a trend. Oh. So uh, if, and there's this weird, there's this weird deal with the the more quickly something becomes popular, the more likely it is to lose popularity quickly. And that's a fad. (gasps) So if it's just pedal to the metal Porsche running at this is the way it is overnight, it's more likely to be a fad versus... A trend which would slow incline, slow, uh, yeah, slow. A little bit, yeah. There's some sort of correlation between a slow and steady rise is a rise that lasts longer. Like Apple, like Apple products. Apple products, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and on the flip of that, like a fad being like the like live strong bracelets, like (gasps) the like silicone, like 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 Crocs. Like everybody had them, and then they were gone because you know then Lance Armstrong, you know. He became he became a little less of an idol to wear a yellow bracelet for, but it's fine. It's fine. Neither here nor there. It's fine. <laughs> I was trying to do a little bit of researching on that, and I was like, "That's a different episode, girl. Don't do that." I turned out he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a drink, girl. We'll get over it quickly. That's we'll do right. it together. That's right. We'll do it together. Okay, so this is kind of funny. Um, according to the opinion of yours truly, not me, whoever wrote this shit are the most significant fads in popular culture from the bottom of the list to numero uno. This person Mm. thinks they're funny. Uh, 
Number 10, top 10 lists. I love this. Made popular by late night television host and comedian David Letterman, oh. who is literally God. They are everywhere now, particularly on the World Wide Web. Letterman may someday be an, a cultural icon, but it is TV's habit not to let anything go on too long, even something as generally hilarious as Letterman's top 10 lists. When the standard disappears, the rest will follow. And this fad will become passe. Okay. Passe? Okay. I'm thinking BuzzFeed too, right? I mean. BuzzFeed, watch Mojo videos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like everything, like the fucking, what, what is the Rolling Stones without fucking lists? Yeah. Top 10 ranking shit? Like, yes. I'm buying what you're selling, Kendall. I, like I, uh, yeah, I Rotten agree. Tomatoes, IMDb. <gasps> like this isn't going anywhere. These top 10 lists That's are right. here to stay. And we should thank our personal Lord and Savior, David Letterman, for <laughs> the blessing, frankly. Were you a Leno girl? I was not much of anything when I was no. younger. No. So, like, I, today I am. So, today I'm a, like, John Oliver girl. I'm a Colbert girl. Oh, no, no. These are sides. You have to take sides. Oh. It's war. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're under fucking attack. Okay, okay, okay. I'm in the lineup. I have to choose a side. They're going to war. They have guns at each other. John Oliver. John Oliver. John Oliver. I knew that about you. Yeah. I knew that about you. I forgot. See, I'm a Colbert guy. Um, Me too. I've given, I've given Oliver, I could give him another shot. I think he's funny. I think he's educated. Um... So my mom was a big, which is kind of bizarre because she's what you would call a compassionate conservative. And she loved David Letterman. And he's, you know, he's like the other way. Oh, Jay yeah. Leno was a conservative. Oh, yeah. Um, but she, she, yeah, she raised me right with him. And <laughs> I'm just ever grateful. I think this is my third time talking about that this week. I just can't get over David Letterman. I mean, nor should you. That's, hello. I'll drink to that. <laughs> To go quickly through the rest of this list, because I don't know. See, I'm going to read through the rest of this list, and then you tell me what sticks out with you as like, that was a fad, or that was not so much a fad. Love it. Let's do it. So, number 10 is top 10 lists. Mm -hmm. Number nine, sideburns. (laughs) Number eight, beach movies. Beach. Number seven, boy bands. Ooh. Number six, 3D movies. Number five, mini skirts. <laughs> Four, whammo toys. Okay. Three, as seen on TV or infomercials. Okay. Number two, music videos. And number one, hippies. That's number one. <laughs> Isn't that a weird list? That is a really hodgepodgey list. Number one and number number two, hippies is number one on the sad list. Well, okay, okay. I mean, it came, it went, it was aggressive, like, it, it it defined a movement. Okay, like, okay. My knee-jerk reaction was a little like, huh? But, uh, okay, I could, I could make it fit. It, there's a short, there's a short explanation I'll read to you. Yeah, please. It says, in the 1960s and early 70s, an alliance of students, liberal thinkers, and others started a movement with a generally accepted birthplace of San Francisco that challenged traditional morality and thought. Rivaled by many, they were closely watched and sometimes feared by law enforcement. To their detractors, hippies were dirty, promiscuous, drug-crazed freeloaders. To their generation, they were the leaders of a class of individuals who questioned war, greed, violence, racism, and fear-driven politics, 
on the part of what they called the establishment. Mm. That kind of sounds like right now. Mm. Sing it. I was not. Sing it. A, I mean, From this is kind of weird. That's right. This says, I was not a hippie, but like nearly everyone in my generation, I embraced certain non-harmful aspects of the culture. Rock music, long hair, group sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they became burned out from drug use, discouraged by repression, or my, more likely grew into adult responsibilities, hippies effectively disappeared after about a 10-year span. The world may never again witness such a large and varied segment of humanity challenging the status quo. I disagree. I dare you, society, to say that we'll never see that again. But I think it's happening. Think yeah. it's happening. So, so... The hippies thing to me sticks out as totally funky. And then when I think about it with uh, like where we're going to be going in a, in a bit, I think that's actually more of a trend only because of the resurgence of what's, I mean, like he, he literally says in here, like challenge traditional politics, uh, oh. going against the establishment, stuff like that. I think that all that's happening again. Um, I'm sorry but there to was interrupt. First... I have a question. I'm so rude. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, please. So another measurement. So my first question, remember, was length of time that it influences the mainstream, right? How long it sits in the circle before it goes out again. My, my right. next question, which you may touch on again. I don't know. I haven't seen your notes. That's the joy and wonder of what this podcast is. Mm. Um, I think... How influenced are you when it leaves is another measurement. So what I mean by that is if it's a trend that's really quick and fleeting and everybody forgets about it until some show later says, oh, yeah, remember Beanie Babies? (laughs) Like That sounds to me more like a fad where the hippie movement, those people left and like grew up and got corporate jobs and cut their hair. But they were instilled. Right. It was instilled in them. It never left. Like they are hippies mm. in their hearts forever. So I just wonder where the definition skews on the level of like impact. How how changed are you now that this experience has happened versus, oh, yeah, mm. it was a thing and now it's gone and I forgot all about it. Mm? Interesting. It seems like fad is more about consumptions. And trends are more about culture. And that's why this list is a little weird to me because it's going like beach movies. Yeah, yeah. Boy bands and hippies. And and from everything else that I'm reading, it's more like fads are like buy this thing or subscribe to this thing or listen to this thing because it's popular. And then quickly it's not because there's a counterculture that's established that Ooh. takes it down or makes fun of or whatever. Ooh. Nickelback would be an example. <laughs> it's like something like that. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, whereas like trends, I, I, would, I would think as an amateur intellectual here mm. in my See? professional opinion, mm. fads would generally not be impactful things. In terms of yeah, I agree. what you're talking about. Yeah. Whereas tr- anything that has substantive impact would be more likely be a trend. Yes. Okay. To quote a poet, yeah. say that shit. Okay. Yes! <laughs> that is what I was thinking. Okay. That makes total sense to me. I completely endorse and approve this message. Yes. Yes. Caitlin Ward. <laughs> so the, Yeah. Trend and fad are used interchangeably, but wrongfully so. Mm -hmm. 
because they're not the same thing. They mean two very, very different things, but they kind of look the same. Um, so I, I mean, even myself before doing this podcast, I'm sure that I've been like, well, that's a trend. That's a like, cause I was oh, thinking I like, have. I've been wrong about it for sure. Yeah. I was thinking like when this, before doing all this research, I was like, I like cupcakes. Like when I was in high school, cupcakes came around as like a fad. Mm. And like boutique and cupcake, um, patisseries. Is that a fancy word? Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Bakeries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking $7 pink champagne cupcakes. Yes. With the gold yeah. flex on them or whatever. Just like give me yeah. your cake and frosting. I'm going to smash it the same way I would if it was a dollar. Anyway. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think. Okay. So let's go down this rabbit hole trail. Let's whatever do it. The fuck. Let's do it. I like to think of Justin Bieber as a fad because I think he's fab, but Stop it. <laughs> maybe he's more of a trend. I don't know. He's been around a minute. He's been around longer than I think NSYNC or Backstreet Boys were in their heyday. Like they moved on and evolved, but I think he's been present longer than their careers were. And I say that with love because I am a backstreet <laughs> I just think, and listen, I'm not a Bieber. I'm not on the Bieber train. I'm not a believer. It's a believer to you. I kill myself. No. Batch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a trend. I'm going to write that down. Or no, that's a fad. That's a fad. I'm going to write that down. I have a couple of um, things I want to ask you if our, if they're fads or trends in your okay. opinion. Yes, continue. So Justin Bieber. You think Justin Bieber is a fad? No, no, no. No, I think he's a trend. Okay, I think okay, he's okay. definitely a trend. Uh, but I, like, I'm trying to think of like when I was, you know, coming of age, uh, when my fruits were ripening, what was like the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm having a hard time. I read about like Tamagotchis, which oh, was like yeah. the- yeah, Tamagotchis. Tamagotchi was huge. Oh, Kendall, I had one. I had one. You did bet you have I did. one? You bet I fucking did. You bet I fucking did. <laughs> did you feed that bet? Yes, I did. I took very <laughs> fucking maternal care of that thing. And it did great. I mean, it smelled a little sometimes because I didn't always bathe it. But but it was fed. It was mostly happy. Like So like when plus. the batteries die. Yeah. Do you have to start over or like? Uh, nobody ever was... Uh, loyal enough to their Tamagotchi to live out the battery life. It was a it was a keychain. So like, <laughs> it was literally a bad. It was so no. I'm tr true. Like uh, I don't know where my Tamagotchi is, nor do I care. <laughs> but when I got it, it was the fever of it. Like I think I even got like a camo print one because that was mm -mm. all my mom could find at no, any no. store after going to like nine stores. And like uh. I was like. <gasps> <laughs> like it did not matter that it was like designed for like an army brat or I was like this is amazing this is my baby like, oh my God. and then like where is it now where is it uh, good question where is it oh yeah I mean long before I mean I'm talking the the intense relationship the love affair between me and my Tamagotchi was intense but short-lived it was a, it was really, the, it was a quick fling on the South of France. And then uh, we never see each other again. Black and white movie. Um, I'm sorry. Get back on okay. your fucking. Fuck, fuck these trends. Let's talk track. about you. We are tangenting hard <laughs> today. Go. I love it. It's our friendship in action. I love it. Um, I don't. Oh, I love it too. Um, can I just say that uh, the podcast listeners won't notice because we, so fun fact, 
we look at each other. We live across the country from each other, but we we actually have a video chat with each other so that we can see each other. Um, otherwise, it's just like a that the awkward like spaces and silences and stuff. So because we're doing that, I'm looking at Kendall right now. However, he just I can see his lungs <laughs> breathing up and down because he just turned his camera down. For some reason, so I can definitely. I'm looking over you. I've got you on one, on one computer, and I'm looking at another. Computer. Oh, I see, I see, I see. You have a so, very nice shirt. Um, that's what, thank you. It's a very nice uh, graphic. This is from, it's a fancy house. I want that house. Uh, the Philbrook. Oh Jesus, Caitlin. Huh. It's from the Philbrook Museum in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh. Which, if you're a person of faith, pray for them because they are going through it today. Oh. But <laughs> it looks like a house. It looks like a fancy. Can you? It is. Can you take a it's screenshot a, of that um, shirt yeah. or like take a selfie so that we'll put it on the in the show notes if it takes images, yes. which we don't fucking know because we have to learn how this all works. But uh, or social media, I'll put it on social media that we talk about it. I love it. Yeah, and and like let's promote them because that, like I went to Tulsa just a few months ago and like fucking phenomenal, yeah. like amazing. Great place. And they've got this place called The Gathering Place. If you haven't heard of that, look that shit up. Yeah. So cool. Philbrook Museum. There's so many great museums and art there. We're going to do an episode on Tulsa. Y'all hold us to it because I can't wait to go back. I'll need my meditation um, app. But listen, I'm here. I'm here. We're going to do it. I'm just going to need to breathe through it. Because <laughs> I get upset. Four seconds and hold it. Four seconds. Four seconds. <laughs> oh, that's right. Carrying mm-hmm. all the stress in my neck mm-hmm. and my brain. We're going to come back. We're going to, let's see. We're going to do the seven fads you won't forget according to ABC News. Oh. Well, if ABC News tells us. Fads are like shooting stars. I mean, somebody is, yeah. Someone's Write getting that a shit, little, Mary. yeah, they're getting very, you know, li- literary. I love it. Yeah. So number one, Crocs and other plastic shoes. And other plastic shoes. What other? Oh, jellies. <gasps> you were a boy, so you didn't have to endure this. But jelly shoes was what girls had to do in summertime. Oh, for the pool? No, they weren't for the pool. They were just for summertime. And they were just like plastic, usually clear plastic. Clear? Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh, that was a disgusting. Fad. That was a fad. And I think it broke people's feet. Like, I think there are people who have, like, damages. <laughs> like, capital I, D in a lawsuit from <laughs> those plastic shoes. Excuse me, that smells like money. Where do I get some? <laughs> uh... Number two, we 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 grazed this one earlier. The Livestrong bracelet. Yes, that's such a good example um, of a of a fad. That's a good one. Of the true. Everyone definition knows of a fad. what that was. You can see it. I can see it in my mind's eye. I can see the yellow. Oh, and feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. The rubbery, like whatever material that is. It was silicone, and he that's had right. like his were really nice, and then all the cheapy ones came out, and they were like rubbery, plasticky, mm-hmm. whatever. And I remember That's a sign vividly of a, fan, a fad. I think too is when all the imposters, like all the yes. competing brands, jump on it. Mm-hmm. Say that, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Whenever that cheap shit, that that knockoff shit comes yes. out, you know you onto something. Yes. Um, number three, this list is fire. Beanie babies. Beanie babies. Uh, can we? T- <laughs> can we? Press Did you pause? save some up? Okay, my mom was a pusher. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a Beanie Baby collector, and I had totes full, 
And the chase. It was all about the impulse and the chase. Okay, Kendall. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and my mom would take us to, like, stores, and, like, I heard through the grapevine, they're like, this store is going to get their inventory today. I'm like, we're going to go. And then McDonald's. Oh, yeah. McDonald's, the little the ones. McDonald's did the mini ones. And then we would go mm-hmm. through it, and then it was like, they had a quota, like, or whatever, like a cap, and you couldn't buy more than X amount of Happy Meals. And, like, we were those people. <laughs> we were no, in the ma'am. And we were getting, no. like, oh, we'll take, like, how many can we get? Five? Okay, we'll take five. <laughs> okay, and then we'll pull around, and then we'll pull around again, and we'll get by more. <laughs> Put a mustache on. We need to look different. Like I live. No, I'm telling you, we were, we were um, victims. <laughs> we were victims of yes. the baby baby craze. And then every Christmas, every birthday, it was like, here's more baby babies, here's more baby babies. And I'm telling you, I should have sold them. I don't even know where they are now. I think they're gone. I don't even think that you fucking can. That's the thing. Like, oh, so my mom collected them, too, Ugh. for a brief minute. And she lost them, thank God. Mm-hmm. But I remember vividly her being like, these are going to be worth something one day. You could have made a pretty like, Bitcoin on that. Me, too. We could be rich right now, Kendall. Well, no, that's the thing. It's, so, like... N- not those ones. Not like the McDonald's ones aren't worth shit. Mm-hmm. There's they're worth literally Buy nothing. Low, but high. then if you had like the limited edition, mm. this and this. The Princess Diana. Bear. The Princess Diana bear. The purple bear with that the white one. rose after she yeah. died. Because what way to commemorate a princess than to make then a the fucking, fucking fabric and like, you know, whatever filler predatory marketing to scam some people out of some fucking money Mm. girl and then people paid people paid and then my mom got me a book that had all the prices on it like here's what this Mm -mm. one's worth i'm telling you we should have if this is the fucking pre like if this is the training wheels to the stock market we should have Mm -hmm. jumped on that and bought them all and then sold them all immediately and my mom should have like started a business Yeah, because yeah. man, we'd be we. I mean, we would have spent it all on other shit, but we would have been rich for a minute on it. <laughs> we saw our beanie babies. <laughs> We're from the beanie baby empire. We we hit it big in the beanie in the beanie baby. Empire. Can you imagine? Yeah, the crash of the beanie baby. <laughs> <laughs> we bet against it. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Okay, I can't remember what number this is. This is an interesting one. The Macarena. Oh yeah. It was in movies, like, I mean, they all did a nod to it. The Macarena, yeah. yeah. The Macarena. I was there. I was there for that. Um, this one I do not remember because I just stepped out of the womb. Because you're just and so, I'm young, so you're young. Beautiful, young, youthful, gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember it. I'm a hundred. Go. <laughs> Friendster? Friendster. Friendster. No. See, I'm thinking this is not a fad. I'm thinking that no. somebody thought that it was a fad. Probably the owner of Friendster. I don't know that. I don't know what that is. It's like a I think knockoff. Our listeners could tell us if any of them. Yeah, if you know, because I'm reading a little thing on it. It sounds, and it like, sounds like a like... pre-Facebook thing, if just by the name. Like you know, you can connect. You can yeah. connect with people. Uh, friend. Okay, Friendster, the original social network, exploded then imploded. A story mm-hmm. of Kendall Smith. Facebook worked <laughs> out the errors made during that wave and took it all to another level altogether. Stop it. <laughs> so, 
According to its website, Friendster now has 100 million members worldwide. So if we could just what? tap into 10% of them, we would really be onto something. 100 million today? Yeah, Stop. that's what it says. No, it doesn't. I was busy making real friends, okay? <laughs> Out in the real world. I was very busy. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I go out of my way not to talk to new people. So if you've been doing that, I congratulate you. Oh, ring pops? Oh, yeah. No, those are still a thing. They're still yeah. around. Yeah, it says introduced in 1977. So mm. quick math tells me that's about 50 years, but I could be about off by about 10 there. 1970 was 50 years ago. Oh, my God. They've still been making that shady candy. And talking about, uh, though it still makes appearances on the fingers of stars like Lindsay Lohan, Fergie, and others. If you're going to list stars... <laughs> 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 Those are the people you'd exactly expect to be wearing a ring pop on their finger while the paparazzi is snapping photos. <laughs> Girl. God bless. They're I mean, in Mykonos singing it. the national anthem. I cannot. Kendall, I don't know what is in the water or the wine or, mm -hmm. the, or the white claw or the it's, it's, whiskey mm -hmm. or the whatever. Pick your drink. Whatever you drink in babies. Now is the time to raise it up and have one, pour one out and drink on us, baby, because mm. virtually we're paying for it. But pray, pray mm. for us. <laughs> have a drink. <laughs> Cheers to us, but also pray for us. Please. Okay. Uh, keep going, please. I want to know more. Tell Last me more. one on this list is Garbage Pale Kids, which I don't know what the fuck oh, that is. No, that was before our time. So my brother slash sister's time. They're older than me. Mm -hmm. um, that Throw was them like that trading cards. I mean, so it was like Cabbage Patch Kids, but they did. So, okay, there's a there's an argument here. So Cabbage Patch Kids, you know, the little puffy cheeked little babies, right? Yes. Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay. So Garbage Pail Kids was a like a satire of that, as I understand it, because they all looked like Cabbage Patch Kids and they were like little trading cards. Type it into Google and you can see. And it would be like. You know, and it would be dark and like there'd be like the the vomit kid or something like, I don't know. I'm making that up. But garbage. Um, but yeah, like garbage. It, it was like this, this like knockoff of Cabbage Patch Kids where they were being irreverent. Right. Oh, they were being amateur intellectual. Um, well, no, I mean, they were being a little more <laughs> crass than we are, which is a hard uh, pill to swallow. But. Ooh, they were. I mean, they were gross. Like, some of the stuff that I saw was, like, uh, even for me, like, child me in my brother's room looking at his, like, garbage oh, shit. kid cards or whoever's. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. this is a little tacky, which is a, a long way to go <laughs> for me to identify that as tacky. So. I'm seeing it now. Yeah. So, okay. It's just uh, a little, we like, got, gross, I remember. By the Tops Company, which I think they're the same people that make like just normal baseball cards and shit. Uh, but there's Armpit Brit, which is just uh, just a gal with her armpit hair is longer than her actual hair. See? I mean, like, you get it? Like, they were trying to yeah. just disturb. They were trying to, like, yeah. in interrupt Shock. the mainstream, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did really well. I mean, it, it for a minute, it did really well. Moving right along, um, I did see this other one. So, like, there's all these lists. If you go online, if you have, like, I don't know, a lifetime to burn, then <laughs> you can find lists and lists and lists of obscure trends uh, and all that. But I found this one, <clears throat> and I'm going to uh, share the photo on our social so you can see it. 
Um, this photo is out of the Library of Congress. I'm going to turn you around, Caitlin, so you can see that. Ooh. Do you see that? Oh, wait, I see. Oh, oh, Chinese foot binding? Is it Chinese foot binding? <laughs> is that what it is? No. Oh, because I know all about that. And I was, okay. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to share this photo. Take a look at our socials for sure so you can see it. This is not Chinese foot binding, but it does look something <laughs> similar-ish. <laughs> you know, do you know what Chinese foot binding is? Oh, yeah. Talk about a oh, trend. Yeah. Not like a folding your fucking foot in half and breaking it and making your children break their feet. Yeah. I mean, not anymore. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'll have to do some more research into that. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm vaguely familiar. That's hysterical. <laughs> I went dark with that. You got me with garbage bags. <laughs> I was like, is it Chinese foot binding? Did they break their feet in half? <laughs> Just thrilled to say it. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh it's it's a photo of one two three four five i'm assuming genders here women wearing okay. dog collars as anklets do you have any idea why they might be doing this caitlin i have never seen that before in my life you is ever that heard of that that's happening right now is this no 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 right this now? is 1953 oh is it wait okay so if i have to guess i, guess. I literally do not know anything about this but okay. if i had to guess it looks like a feminist movement. It looks like they're trying to say that they are like, you know, domesticated and like they are part of the, Damn. you know, we, we are not why, you know, we're, we're, we are who we are. We're not going to be like put in a backyard and made to cook for you. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. So is that wrong? Caitlin is a creative. And- <laughs> That's the way you say it's wrong. Generally. <laughs> well, generally you painted a picture. I mean. Sees iconography and she is a deep mine thinker. Was, mine was That better. is in no way what this, the fuck is. Um, what is it? That's a much better reason. I'm like, if that were this, I'd be like, let's go get some anklets right motherfucking now. Um. Okay, this one is kind of funny. Uh, this fad was for teenage girls mm. to wear dog collars over their bobby socks as a statement of social affiliation. Which side you wore it on showed the world your romantic status. And these rules varied oh. by location. So like a flower in Hawaii, if you wear it over the left ear, you're married or something she's married in the right ear then you're single <laughs> if you put a flower in your hair it's like a ring on a finger yeah yeah but then boys have to like pull up their ankle length skirts in the 1950s their poodle skirts <laughs> to you see do. are to you curtsy. single <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me lift that skirt for you isn't that bizarre i have I'm never like, heard of that in my life it kind of reminds me of like the thing when i was getting like my first body mods man uh what does that mean it's piercing oh piercings. the okay. kids these days are calling them body mods because we have nothing fucking better to do that's a um, trend that's a fad it's a fucking <laughs> calling fad. it body Just mods because it's pe- stupid oh they're like this is the way that we're rebelling and i'm like people have been doing this forever this isn't a rebellion um literally you're more with society than against it but okay continue. exactly <laughs> a collective behaviors which is what we're about to move to um okay. When I was getting my 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 ears pierced, there was I was there was this big like, well, is this the gay ear? Is this the gay ear? And I was like, baby, oh, I'm right. gay. Do both ears. It doesn't fucking matter. But it kind of reminds me of that. And there there used to be a th- gay men used to signal each other with 
I think it was a left ear. But it's been so misconstrued now. It's gone back and forth. No, I know it. I know it because I've heard the offensive slogan. Have you heard the slogan for that? Oh, no. Left is right and right is wrong. Oh, wow. So you can put that feel good thing in your pocket, meaning the right ear is, is the gay, the gay ear. ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left is right and right is wrong. Yep. That's a nice little uh, that's a nice little homophobic uh, nursery rhyme to tell the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the thumb. There used to be rings on thumbs used to be one. Oh, I didn't know that. There's Yeah, we maybe need to do a podcast about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay men used to signal to other gay men with thumb oh rings. Oh my gosh. That's so, first of all, that's very clever. That's very clever that everybody's like putting out their billboard quietly without like others. I mean, eventually the mainstream's going to go, we know. But right. like, but like, I think that's interesting. But no, thumb rings. Oh, I mean, I guess I jumped on that pretty sloppy because I wore thumb rings when I was in high school or not high school, maybe middle school. But like, uh, here I am. I'm like, all these gay men have to be like, this dumb bitch over here. What is she doing? She's not in the club. She doesn't understand. You, you're giving me signals. You're giving me uh, mixed signals. It's kind of like, what was the deal with those fucking, there was like the colored, the different colors meant different things for, was that bracelets? I mean, um, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go dark again. Here we go. So, there was a game. Mm-mm. Okay, so you wore bracelets. And how I understood it, I did I, like, this was after my time. I wasn't a kid then, I think. But there were bracelets, and the colors of them would signify what sexual acts the high school girl was See, that's why I remember it, too. Like, this one's anal, this one's yeah, oral, I'm, this one's... I'm into this, I'm into this, I'm into this. And then mm-hmm. the boys could look at it and go, like, oh, okay, like, uh, here's my shopping <laughs> menu. And then, because, ugh, it's all another podcast, I'm so angry and full of hatred. It's fine. No. I have a couple of trends, too, that I want to tell you that I experienced in my life or witnessed. You have a couple of trends that no, you've experienced? fads. I don't know. Fads, fads? Or trends. trends. Fads or trends. I can't talk. I'm Let's do that. Let's do that first. And then, or do you want me to go ahead and read the more sciencey stuff? No, no, no. I want to give my dumb, I want to give first. my dumb interjection <laughs> before you teach me and make me more intelligent so that Work. I can at least appear. <laughs> I got it. Learn something. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So when I looked up fads, like when you told me that. What did you call me? (laughs) (laughs) Monsters. We're monsters. Okay. When I looked that word up, (laughs) I saw that it was um, some people consider it because I thought, where did that word come from? What is that word? Right. Fad. What is that? And. Some people say that it's an acronym, which stands for for a day. Oh. For a day. Like it lasts for a day and then it's gone. Okay. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. Cool. Where did that come from? Well, that's where it says it came from. That's what Google says. Okay. We talked about Beanie Babies. Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. Mm -mm. The Rachel haircut. Are you familiar with that? Um... Uh, is it friends? like a, a bowl in the... Oh, no. I missed... So, from Friends, there was a haircut that was unprecedented on Friends that Rachel, the character, had. And then everyone went out and got uh, the Rachel haircut, which Rachel. is just like a feathered kind of layer. Oh. 
Anyway, very, very early 2000s, late 90s kind of feel. Anyway, I did not do that. Oh, yeah, that's, I I was wondering if that was Jennifer Aniston, because it was like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And she looked great. I mean, she looked lovely with it. A lot of people tried to emulate the Rachel because they thought that somehow they'd magic- magically turn into Jennifer Aniston. And alas, <laughs> like, science doesn't work that way. But anyway, um, okay, you mentioned boy bands. We know my feelings on boy bands. I was mm-hmm. hard into Backstreet Boys. Okay. Uh, so, okay, we've got that. You said that mini skirts were a fad. That and was like, on that. Yeah, I don't know about listen, that. Listen, I am very pear shaped, so mini skirts were never a fad in my house Come because on. you're welcome, society. But <laughs> um, then music videos. So I will say, music videos, you said also, I think they're not as big of a deal now. I mean, they were huge uh, in the 90s. I would say they're more of a trend than a fad because they lasted for over a decade easily 20 years 30 years um trl total request live that mtv show was huge yeah people would race home and then they would just feature and rank talk about top 10 lists they would rank music videos anyway yeah um so then more currently like in the in the last like i say currently but again i'm 100 so I'm flexible on the de- definition of <laughs> ice bucket challenge. Remember yeah. when everybody yeah, did that? that? Was on a, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it went to the ALS foundation or something like the mm-hmm. charity that supports ALS, but mm-hmm. like, well done, like PR team on that front. But remember like celebrities did it, but so did your Facebook friends. Like the people that just around you were like, I'm doing the ice bucket challenge. And it right. was like, wow. And then it was gone. Nobody did. It was like one summer. Fad. You're saying that's a fad. Fad. I yeah. am. I am. Yeah. And then another one, planking. Oh, that? wow. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 So that one I defined as a trend too, because it was quick. It was, it was, everybody was talking about it. Then no one was talking about it, but the office, there was this, there was an episode of the office uh-huh. that actually you keep, like, hold on. started. You keep saying you're confusing me. I'm sorry. I just, you're saying trend, Tr- but you mean fad. Sorry. Uh, I'm the perfect okay. example of why this is confusing. Well, no, that's it is a fad. Fatty fad, fad. fad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, correct me, please. And uh, to go back, because you were right on. So there was an episode of that planking on the office. And do you remember yeah. parkour? Yes. Parkour was a fad. Parkour. That the office That was did also too. made fun of on the office. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, and then I have also um, Pokemon Go. Do you remember that? Like oh, two yeah. Two years ago or whatever that was. Yeah. I think it was like two years ago. Actually, I lived in Texas near right. you when that happened. And I remember people were all on their phones. And you could tell because of the, the swipe that they were doing. They were mm-hmm. swiping up mm-hmm. because they were sending their Pokeball at their, like, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Did you would do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then it was gone. And actually, Greg said, husband over here, Greg said that the stock of like Nintendo or whatever corporation that bought Pokemon Go went skyrocketed. And then in a matter of weeks, it dropped like a ton of percentage. Like, I mean, like 50% or something. I'm making that up. But that's also a sign, I think, of a a fad is like everybody invests in it so feverishly, like you said, rather than a slow growth or a slower growth. Um, And then all of a sudden, everybody's like dumping their stocks and stuff. So that's interesting. Uh, Okay, I got another one. Okay, I've got got two. One of them, 
is TikTok that's happening right now. Yes. I'm addicted to, to TikTok. And mm-hmm. right now, because we're in the middle of coronavirus, if this is going <laughs> to uh, age us, when hopefully you listen to this one, hope and <laughs> the world is like not on fire anymore. Please tell us how it is. We need to know. <laughs> Send notes. Email us from the future. Um, but so... TikTok, like all the 30-year-old pluses went on to TikTok after everybody started working from home and had all this extra time and all the teenagers were complaining. But that's something that's been done, I would argue, a trend uh, that's been done on every social media. So Facebook, it was originally only for college students and you had to have a, a college email address in order to access it. And then all of a sudden mom and dad are on there and grandma is on there. And then you started watching what you said because it wasn't Mm. anymore a place for you to just kind of cuss around and do what basically we're doing on this podcast Mm. to your friends. And so the same thing with TikTok. Everybody was complaining. All these teenagers were like, yeah, but TikTok, you're 30. You're like in the (laughs) grave. And we're like, and then everybody like clapped back and was like, listen, we started MySpace. Fuck you. <laughs> hello. Hello. You're so, not coming for us, baby. Yeah. Uh, you not find yet. another outlet because this is ours now. Like we are putting a flag in this fucking real estate and it is ours. So um, the last thing, and I added it when you were talking, was, and I don't know if this was a fad, but it was definitely viral. So I don't know what the difference is. Like what's a fad and what's viral. Oh, shit. Because this one was, do you remember there was a video on YouTube? I think it was YouTube. Uh, it was like, shiz. Oh, my God. Shiz. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that that was a fad because, like, people didn't dress up as it as him or, like, whatever. But, like, everybody sent it to their friends and everybody knew the song. And everybody was like, Tea. these shoes are $300. These shoes are $300. These Let's shoes get raw. Exactly. These shoes suck. Yes. Okay. You know interesting. It. You know it. Oh, totally. Interesting. And like when I think of TikTok, I think, okay, Vine. That's Vine. Yes. Just so like I think like short videos, comedy, quick quip stuff. I think that's trend. But Vine is a fad and TikTok yep. is in fad territory. Yeah. Um to be determined. Interesting though, because mm-hmm. like we didn't at all talk about like virality. Mm. What's viral? Because like stuff goes viral, Compared but I think that's trend. more. Well, I think trend means you have to adopt it in your life somehow, or and be changed by it. So again, a, a trend I see, like you said, with hippies. I think they're changed forever. That's a trend. But like yeah. I saw that shoes video. I don't think I've changed forever. <laughs> it didn't emotionally impact you. Who have you been praying to? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think. That a, like a fad is like a quick little fever. You uh-huh. have a quick fever and then you forget about it. A trend is a little bit more like it, it reached deeper into your like, you know, bones rather mm-hmm. than your skin level kind of situation. Um, and and then there are just things that if they last long enough, they just become icons, like you said. Right. Yeah, definitely. I'm... I, I, I missed something along the way of viral though. You made that's a great point. Maybe that's another episode. Is like, of like, because maybe maybe like viral has more to do with like social media content mm-hmm. or like digital. I don't know. That's interesting because we didn't so, at all talk about. 
Not necessarily, because you can measure viral before social media. That's just our most easy, like, current medium. But, like, before that, let's just say, again, I'm going to go in a weird direction because it's the first one that my brain connects to. (laughs) Uh, That's how my brain synapses work, apparently. Um, So, like, Jack the Ripper, for instance. There were, it was viral. It was the story of Jack the Ripper was viral. And that was across the pond in uh, England when, in the 1800s, when there wasn't like social media or whatever, but like the idea, the horror went viral because it, yeah. it, it affected the mainstream media. And so you could say that for anything. I mean, in the news that, that ran in the headlines, just things that were really, because I think a trend or a fad or viral somewhere on the spectrum, you could argue like the whole true crime thing sits Mm. because people are fascinated and it's abnormal news. And they're like, Whoa, like this is crazy. And how did this person get away with it? And whatever, like where, like, that's just one example of how this stuff can permeate into your brain. Yeah. And I just don't know where it sits, I guess, I guess it depends. But anyway, well, definitely. That's that's and 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 there's like this weird spectrum. It seems again. Um, here's 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 getting into the little bit of science of it, and then and then we can maybe be better oh, yes, equipped yes. to have that conversation. Yes. The words fad and trend are sometimes used interchangeably. However, fads can be distinguished from trends in three ways: their reason for rise, their incubation mm-hmm. period and lifespan, and their scope. Fads tend to have a huge surge in popularity and then disappear. In contrast, trends have explainable rises and are driven by functional needs. Trends tend to rise in popularity more slowly. They reflect deep-rooted human desires and needs, while fads are generally driven by emotional need to purchase. Oh. So it's more like consumption. Yeah, you're right. A fad this, is just more that fever, like, it's on sale, I have to get it. Like, I mean, impulse. that feeling, that, that impulse, that impulse. Yeah. Yes. This emotional need can come from the hype that surrounds the product. Trends rise slowly over time, but fads' popularity <laughs> spike quickly, and fads. they end up <laughs> dying out as just as quickly. So they rise quickly and they fall quickly. Yeah, fads yeah. might last for just weeks or months. Scope is also a factor. A trend encompasses several brands and products which can reach a large variety of people. A fad typically encompasses just one brand, one product with limited appeal and narrow scope. An example of a fad would be Beanie Babies. A we Furby. talked about this. A Furby. Same thing. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beanie Babies do not meet any functional needs of humans. No. (laughs) Thank you. Of humans. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You can't eat them. (laughs) (laughs) Their hype is what helped to bring in more customers, not necessarily their functionality. Beanie Babies became very popular for a few years in the 1990s, but then their popularity quickly dropped and has steadily been dropping since their peak in the 1990s. Beanie Babies were made by one company and had a narrow scope. Further examples. Yeah. Yeah. Further examples of fads include pole sitting. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Dancing the shake and the Tamagotchi. Pole sitting. I'm thinking that's like somebody come get her. Yeah. Caitlin has been singing this song for I shit you not six weeks. 
<laughs> six weeks. That is that is not a fad. It's a trend <laughs> in my life. That's a trend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trend, and quite frankly, I'm just waiting for someone to cancel it. But we're writing it out in the meantime. Okay. You're gonna hear it like fifty more times before. <laughs> Before I'm done with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. An example of a trend would be handbags, which I wrote in my notes here to make some quip about a Birkin. And if anyone has a spare one laying around, I'd be willing to take it. I mean, anyone. Anyone. Like, I Jeffree Star, are you listening? Yeah. But also, he's canceled, so fuck that. Um, Listen, I'll still take his fucking Birkin bag. <laughs> That's true. The bags. The bags aren't canceled. I don't canceled. ask questions. Clearly, they are trends. Meet me in an alley. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll make the deal. (laughs) Birkin, if you would like us to to sponsor you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine? We're not that kind of class. It's more crass than class. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing if I was walking around with a Birkin. Are you shitting me? (laughs) I would be naked with that bag downtown. And no one would notice because they'd be like, what a nice Birkin. (laughs) 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 That's such an expensive bag. Uh, Trends are driven by functional needs and handbags were created for functionality. The demand for handbags has steadily increased over the years. As for their scope, different types of people use handbags for different reasons to carry things such as money, personal items, clothes, children's things and more. There are also dogs, Pomeranians. There are also many different brands and types of handbags available. Trends possess some dexterity, which allows them to adapt through the years. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I need something to carry my shit. So that's a trend. Because I need it and <laughs> I'm going to need it again. <laughs> but I want to do it in style, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's that. Com- oh, I'm going to get shit on for this. It's that comedian who has the bit about things or stuff. I have to get a bigger house to put my stuff in because I got so much stuff that my stuff grows and then my house isn't big enough for my stuff. So I have to buy a bigger bag for my stuff. Car- true. Carlisle. Oh, I'm going to get literally exacerbated. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I am going to get fucking exacerbated <laughs> by this. I love Fuck that. Fuck me. I can't remember. I'll I'll make a post about it. I'll fucking send the link to the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. 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 We're getting close now. Uh, I want to get through this part because this is the most interesting part, I believe. Not this part, but the, in, in, in two sections. So. Okay. Um, Formation of fads and how they spread. Many contemporary fads share similar patterns of social organization. Several different models serve to examine fads and how they spread. Just kidding. This is the interesting point. This is nuts. One way of looking at the spread of fads is through the top-down model, which argues that fashion is created for the elite. And from the elite, fashion Mm -hmm. spreads to lower Mm -hmm. classes. Mm -hmm. Early adopters might not necessarily be those of a high status, but they have the sufficient resources to allow them to experiment with new innovations. When looking at the top-down model, sociologists like like to highlight the role of selection. The elite might be the ones that introduce certain fads, but other people must choose to adopt those fads. Mm-hmm. That's like Yeezy. That's like Yeezy brand is like. Yeah. Yes. And like, do you remember on the cover of Vogue, I feel like there were two youths that I don't 
follow because <laughs> as we've established, I'm hundred. Oh, but, it's Gigi and Bella. Yes, you got it. And so no they, shit. But, but no, it was it was one of the Hadids and yes. a boy, like a like a One Direction guy, like a oh, Zane. Zane. Yeah. Yeah. And they but they were on the cover of Vogue because they were doing the androgynous style, mm-hmm. and they were mm-hmm. trend setting. Oh they yeah, were setting trends because. Or at least fads, right? You aim for a trend, you hit the fad. But like, I think they were trying to say like, you know, I dress a little more feminine and she dresses a little more masculine and then we all blend together and here we are together. Like whatever that is, like I think you're talking that template. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's like, so like that as a a system would be like um, David Bowie and, uh, oh shit, I'm forgetting. But that wasn't with the elite. That was a rock star going against the grain that's a different they were they were pushing up against the society rather than the fashion industry coming down from like oh the wealthiest to do will be wearing this right yeah yeah that's absolutely that's a great point definitely definitely Mm -hmm. i'm just thinking of like androgyny as a yeah as a uh combatant to the norm yes as a trend, but you're right when it's coming directly from like New York Fashion Week top model. Yeah, well, there it is now the trend. Like it is exactly. the mainstream. If Vogue is covering it, it's no longer anti. I mean, establishment. It's mainstream it is now. The establishment. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. Others may argue that not all fads begin with their adopters. Social life already provides people with ideas uh, that can help create a basis for new and innovative fads. Companies can look at what people are already interested in and create something from that information. So this is when we were talking about like knockoffs and stuff. The (laughs) ideas behind fads are not always original. They might stem from what is already popular at the time. Recreation and style faddists may try out variations of a basic pattern or idea already in existence. Another way of looking at the fad, the spread of fads, is through a symbolic interaction view. People learn their behaviors from people around them. When it comes to collective Mm -hmm. behavior, this is where it gets fucking weird. When it comes to collective behavior, the emergence of these shared rules, meanings, and emotions are more dependent on the cues of the situation rather than the physiological arousal. Okay, so it's the pressure... To fit in around the cues of others, right? Right? Is that what as you're saying? A, it's more as about, opposed to your own interest. Yeah. So Uggs. Uggs is another one. Do you oh, remember those? God. Everybody had Uggs and they're god awful. That you look like a Clydesdale they're horse. Fucking hideous. Yes. But everybody. And they're so comfortable. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know <laughs> because I never bought any. I bought the knockoffs, but I never bought the real ones. Kendall. <laughs> Apparently you did. But no, I'm okay. telling you. You, earlier when you said aim for the trend and shoot for a fad or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aim for yeah. the moon. If you miss, you still hit a star. Okay. Right. It was a fad. Yeah, it was. We did that. We, we did We that. did that to the world. So <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> You're probably right for that. You're I'm probably right better. for that. But no, it was That's just right. because I didn't pay. I just didn't. My mom didn't buy me like $70 or a hundred. I don't even know how much they were. They were over a hundred dollars. You look like a Clydesdale horse. You look the like a big clop, clop horse. Yeah. No, yeah, no, for sure. I don't, anyway. I don't dispute that. Yeah. But anyway, um, we're going to isolate a lot of people. <laughs> With our um, opinions. <laughs> we're splitting this half and half. Half and half. These people, they hate um, Uggs. Oh my God. I'm going to leave a bad review. 
<laughs> this connection to symbolic interactionism, a theory that explains people's actions as being directed by shared meanings and assumptions, explains that fads are spread because people attach meaning and emotion to objects. Yeah, and not, my friends are all rich and they can have Uggs. <laughs> and they can have fucking Uggs. And I'm not and, rich. So and I'm not I rich, but not I want to pretend to be. <laughs> oh, see, now we're getting into some shit. Mm-hmm. And not because the object has practical use for example. Yeah, for instance, that's exactly, yeah, that's Uggs. That's why I bought my people, <laughs> people might adopt a fad because of the meanings and assumptions they share with the other people who have adopted that fad. People See? may join in other adopters. People may join other adopters of the fad because they're enjoying being part of a group and what it symbolizes. It's human behavior. Jesus Christ. Some people may join because they want to feel like an insider. When multiple people adopt the same fad, they may feel like they have made the right choice because other people have made that same choice. Mm-hmm. Did don't you hear look at that? The label. I don't have Uggs. I have Fugs. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? Listen to that. Listen to that magic right there. That's nuts. When multiple people adopt the same fad, they may feel like they have made the right choice because other people have made mm-hmm. that same choice. It's self-fulfilling, right? It's so lots aggrandizing, of are, yeah. Yes, and then you, you, know, you buy and then someone sees you buy, but you think you did it because Jennifer over there did it. And now you're looking over, Jennifer's looking over at Heather and Heather's like, Oh my God. I don't like, have my fucking. And we both reassure each other without any spoken word. And, and like to, to, to go back to exactly what we're talking about with like Uggs being objectively hideous. Mm. Uh, they People feel like they've made the right choice and they could have made the wrong choice. But because mm. other people have made it, it, it feels. It legitimate. It validates it. They're, exactly. It's like an affirmation. <laughs> These are effect. gorgeous. No, they're not. No, 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 and they never will be. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, that's Uh, some interesting shit. I read that earlier, but it didn't hit me like that. mm. Um, Okay, terminations of fads, a.k.a. Nickelback. (laughs) Primarily, fads end because all innovative possibilities have been exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. We had enough Nickelback. We were done. The world was done. We're going to have to give them a heads up. Nickelback, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> five bucks. That's all it takes. Five bucks. Yeah. Um, fads begin to fade when people no longer see them as new and unique. As more people follow the fad, some might start to see it as, quote, overcrowded. And it no longer holds the same appeal. Many times, those who first adopt the fad also abandon it first. They begin to recognize their preoccupation with the fad leads them to neglect some of their routine activities, and they, re- they realize the negative aspects of their behavior. Once the faddists are no longer producing new variations of the fad, people begin to realize their neglect of other activities and the dangers of the fad. Mm. Not everyone completely abandons the fad, however, and parts may remain. A study. Oh, go ahead. Finish. No, I have an example of what you're saying. Candy Crush. Candy Crush is an example. Yes. Everything you just said fits Candy Crush. Everybody was on it. People were curious that why should should I should I be on it? Like everybody's on it. Should I be on it? And then they all jumped. Yeah, and then and then it, it was on fire, and mm-hmm. now you still have, I'm sure, like legit diehard Candy Crush fans. But oh yeah, where's Candy Crush in the mainstream? I don't think it's there anymore. No, 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 no. And it was like what, like three years ago? They had like they did like a game show of it, and mm-hmm. like that's, it was intense. That's, it was a, a hot burn, a hot quick burn. Oh and then yeah, it went out. 
And they they literally exhausted every innovative possibility <laughs> and made that money. But the, it, yeah, it, 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 it's not around anymore that I know of. Mm, I think, it's I mean, I'm sure not. you can find it, but like people aren't talking about it. Or if you go on a plane, assuming that planes will come back, <laughs> coronavirus, <laughs> like, you know, everybody was on it. You could get on a plane and you could see, as far as the eye could see up the aisle, people playing Candy Crush. Just Candy Crush. Yeah. Just Candy Crush because you didn't need internet necessarily to do it. So like... Now, I don't think that's what everybody's doing. Now it's Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Which yes, that'll please. be one to, that'll be one to see like that. I mean, well, I think that's already a trend. It's already off the fucking fad mm -hmm. train. Mm -hmm. um, a study examined why certain fads die out quicker than others. A marketing professor at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business, Jonah Berger, it just says Berger, and his colleague, mm. oh, fuck, G-A-E-L, like Gail Lee Men's. Oof, that's a name, baby. M-E-N-S. <clears throat> Studied baby names in the United States and France to help explore the termination of fads. According to their results, the faster the names become popular, the faster they lost their popularity. They also found that the least successful names overall were those that caught on most quickly. Fads, like baby names, often lose their appeal just as, just as quickly as they gained it. Okay, yeah. can you stop for one second? Because I just have to say, I'm not even going to take the effort to make <laughs> I know it, here. I know it, I know it. I'm just going to say, your <laughs> name is Kendall, and my name mm. is Caitlin. So if we're talking about trends mm. of baby names, we were early adopters. But I'm just going to leave that there. Because Kendall, ever since Kendall Jenner oh, shit. came into popularity, Kendall is a very popular name. And... Like for is it now really? babies. Caitlin. Where? Yes. I mean, and then now Caitlin. Also I a Jenner. one of the first. And, <laughs> and my, oh my God. <gasps> we have that in common, boo-boo. Okay. I live. Anyway, I, did, I never made that connection. That just happened. Anyway, so then now the 1990s happened. To, no, I'm not kidding you. This is every day of my life. Yesterday was the latest one. I went to a farm <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And some adult shouted at a girl who's obviously 12 and went, Caitlin. And I was like, huh? <laughs> she said, actually, Greg and I made a joke about it because she said, Caitlin, go get, go get like, you know, Starshine or whatever <laughs> the name of the horse is. I was like, okay. On my way. I've never, I've never <laughs> done this before, but like, I, I'm happy to help. Like, but the point is every young kid now, because the whole train of Caitlin's came and went, and now there are no babies out there now right. named Caitlin. They're all like Emma and like back to right. the old school yeah. names. I haven't looked at the, you know, I'm not planning on having a baby anytime soon. Um, so I, <laughs> so I, ha I haven't looked at the list. Um. I do remember, like, the news about, like, Khaleesi. There was, like, Daenerys and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Shit on that. Mm -hmm. Heaven backwards. Nevaeh. Remember is that? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's Heaven backwards. The name Heaven backwards. I know a Nevaeh, and I didn't know that. Mm. Mm, talk to, talk okay, to your Nevaeh Okay, let's back up there. What If Heaven is back, what is the backwards of Heaven? It's H-E-double-S. No. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck? That's a terrible name. <laughs> 
I mean, their heart was there. I don't know. They were like, if she holds it up in the mirror, it'll... That's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, but anyway, so the name trend is all I'm saying. Like, you and I both... Like, I was on the name... Like, I was... An, my mom, a I pioneer. Say, was an early adopter of the Gatlin fad. And then it was like a fever and everybody was naming their kid Caitlin. I think Kendall's happening now for girls and for guys. I think Kendall is happening. It's like, good luck. Cause now you're going to people, when you're 50, people are going to go, your name's Kendall. Oh, I see what now. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Continue. I, t- I uh, derailed no, us. But that's spot thing, on. But uh, last thing collective behavior which this is probably uh, this is this is a a uh, social studies topic so this is much bigger than these six sentences but um fads can fit under the broad umbrella of collective behavior which are behaviors engaged in um by a large but loosely connected group of people other than fads collective behavior includes the activities of people's and people's that's right. Peoples and crowds, panics, fads. You can't use the word in the definition. Mm. Fashions, crazes, and more. Robert E. Park, the man who created the term collective behavior, defined it as, quote, the behavior of individuals under the influence of an impulse that is common and, and collective. An impulse, in other words, that is the result mm. of social interaction, end quote. Fads are seen as impulse driven by emotions. However, they can bring together groups of people who may not have had much in common other than their investment in that fad. It's mob it's, mentality. Yeah. You ever heard yeah. of that? So, like, you don't think you just as the do group as does. everybody else does. If everybody's running in one direction, you don't stop That's to right, ask baby. a fucking question. You just run That's in right. that direction. Because there there's right? a monster coming out of that river, and you better not be standing there to fucking see that bitch come out. <laughs> I Bye. <laughs> I don't have to ask questions. I don't need to see it. I am at the front of the line. Where are we going? I'm the new leader. <laughs> I'm running the fastest. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. I mean, this really makes sense to me. The idea of fads, the idea of trends. I would leave the question out there for the um, for the for the amateur intellectuals like us to say we know we know now that it's a length of time to, helps determine whether it's a fad, a trend, or really like a cultural zeitgeist or icon or whatever. I know that was a big Scrabble word. You're welcome. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, but then I, again, I would say like how affected were you by this thing that happened would be another unit of measurement that I haven't seen in like the data yet. But I would argue that how intensely moved you were by this, because like, I guess, what the unit of measurement on a scale of how uh, addictive, you know, that thing mm. is to make you change on your way out of it. Because as I say, being a hippie, you walk in, you're moved, you're changed forever. You walk out. Even though you now work for the man and you wear suits, you're still a, a hippie forever and always. Versus a Pokemon Go player, I didn't adopt that into my psyche. That's not a part of who I am. You know, that's just something I did for a minute because everybody else was doing it. And we are moved by trends. Like, right. we are changed by trends. We're not changed by fads. Right, 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 right. I think probably just because, not just because, but in big part, just 
by way of the vessel that they come to us in. I think trends are more of like thoughts and ideas and policy and shit like that. And fad is typically more of a consumer good, like a fucking cupcake or a haircut or Pink a whatever. Pink is the color of the season or the year or whatever, like that. Right. Mm-hmm. With Pantone, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What Pantone color is of the year or whatever? Oh, this month, did you see their cute pride thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they put out a cute Pantone of the month. That's it's like the updated Pride flag. That's all Ooh. inclusive and just absolutely gorgeous. So, Love it. yeah, give them a follow. But while you're on Instagram, also like, subscribe, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Caitlin is working this week on getting us on iHeartRadio soon. Mm. Um, so we will be grossly and absolutely ampleably, ample, <laughs> indubitably, <laughs> indubitably accessible to you. We have made it easy, so please like and subscribe. We will be releasing new episodes every Sunday at 9 p.m. Next week, we are going to be talking about <laughs> Caitlin. Do you want to give a quick teaser, or should yes. we hold off? No, let's do it. So. We're going to be talking about, because we have no fucking rhythm or rhyme to our tangents and our topics. So in that theme, we are talking about uh, the true stories behind fairy tales. And we're just going to rip it to shreds and make fun of all of it. I am so excited to do that. And we will have... um updates uh online for you guys so just reach out if you have any questions email us amateurintellectuals at gmail.com and uh, we'll see you next week 